0: while insisting he was not intoxicated, could not explain his nudity. I'm not normally a praying man. But if you're up there, please save me, Superman. Let's face it, this is not the worst thing you've told me done. Hi, welcome to the Crisis on Infinite Midlines Podcast. I'm Rob. I'm Amanda. There is no way you're legitimately that perky on Sunday at San Diego Comic-Con.
1: I found it. I found it deep within me. Yeah, and
0: I guarantee that's the end of it. Because, yes, this is episode 27. Yes. Our third show from what at the beginning was cheerfully called the you know, Comics National Affairs Desk in San Diego. And now is just this sucking chest wound of exhaustion. It's It is hard to describe how difficult... It's awesome, make no mistake. There's a reason this is our ninth time here, but Comic-Con will suck every bit of life from <laughs> your body and money from your wallet. Yeah. it's we uh, We're just taking a short break from being on the floor. We did our last run across the floor to pick up <laughs> That's how bad it is. I just <laughs> just witnessed Amanda sniffing her own armpit to see if she smells like the dead.
1: Oh god, is that me? <laughs> it's I think my deodorant gave up.
0: <laughs> it whimpered and gave up. <laughs> and mine didn't even go that far. It's but yeah, we we just did our last run on the floor to do our last bit of odds and ends shopping. We're we're going to do this show. We're going to head over. We're going to try to hit the Dynamite Comics panel which has Matt Wagner and Quentin Tarantino to talk about the new Django and Zorro crossover, which we did a show about a few weeks ago. Yes. That looks very interesting, assuming we can get in, and then it's the Buffy sing-along, and then just a slow slog of booze into unconsciousness before we... Yeah. Flee in the morning with our tail between our legs.
1: Yeah. Buffy used to be the absolute last thing, and now it's like the penultimate thing, and there's a couple of panels after that. But we traditionally leave after the Buffy sing along because it's, you don't want to watch them take the big top down. It's just depressing. Yeah. <laughs> it's
0: it's exhausting, but we like coming here enough that every year there's a little conversation of, oh, what if we moved out here? But part of the problem is I don't want to see the San Diego Convention Center. When it's not set up for Comic Con, yeah, it, it it's like yeah, looking behind the curtain at Disney World and Mickey Mouse has his you know has his head off smoking of cigar. I was say his, dick out, but and his pants <laughs> off getting sucked <laughs> off by Donald Duck. So oh,
1: it's, I can't unsee that.
0: Yeah, sorry about that. I <laughs> had to think of it. So, so yeah, after that we will probably slink over to the Hyatt Bar and generally be underclassed for the place and just drink ourselves into a coma before setting the alarm for an ungodly hour to. To fly back to Boston and the sad thing is on the way here it was oh god it's just a terrible flight it's six hours across the country and now it's like oh it's six hours where I can sit yeah
1: <laughs> you were saying that on the way over here from the convention center you're like hey Amanda tomorrow we can sit for six hours yeah oh,
0: it's gonna be glorious and then yeah we've got the entire next week off so we'll probably do a proper retrospective Probably as a bonus episode next week before our normal Sunday episode, just Hopefully. cause we'll we'll have the time to do it, and then we can go back to regular regular affairs. But that ain't gonna be before Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> it's just not. But yeah, check your check your normal source for this show on on Wednesday or so, and there might be something up. But because yeah, it's just it it destroys you. I mean, I know every joint in your body hurts. Yeah, my legs feel like I've been in an ass kicking contest for four days. Like I've been like I've been in Richard Bachman's The Long Walk, and I've walked from Maine to Danvers.
1: It's like I I know that in theory I'll get on a scale and see that I've gained like somewhere between five and eight pounds, but I'm not sure how that's possible. <laughs> oh, I know
0: exactly how it's possible because even though you've got the Fitbit that shows we've been walking between six and eight miles per day just being at the convention, all you eat is salty shit. Not just yeah. you, all we eat is. So yesterday we went out for a nice dinner at one of those Brazilian steakhouses where they carve off big pieces of meat. Well, those are <laughs> those are one dry day away from being beef jerky. They're so salty. <laughs> so, yeah, that'll burn itself out with enough beer and crying <laughs> on Tuesday. But it's it is just so crowded, and Saturday is the worst day. So having gone through that and trying to get through the crowds and – just being stuck places and stutter walking it's you just it sucks the life out of you, and your temper starts to go
1: yeah yeah and and the convention staff i 'm sure the marching orders they 've received, be they volunteers or security, um, are to keep aisles clear so that everybody continues to stay moving. Some of them are a bit more militant than others and seem to think it 's okay to shriek at you at this point. Um, and I, I kind of had a moment where I was just sort of, probably with an earshot of the guy, like the next person working at this convention who yells at me, I'm taking their name and I'm going to management. Oh. <laughs> and some kid walking by us at like the same time. And, I'm with you. I know exactly how you feel.
0: Yeah. Oh, it's, yeah. We stopped to pick up some art. Yeah. Because I've got a couple of buddies who helped me out with our cat situation where we're still
1: which is ongoing
0: yeah we're still hoping that the uh the cat sitter actually shows up today did not yesterday yeah based on uh the evidence that was sent and that i got from our in-home cameras <laughs> we're hoping shows up today so that we can lower the boom on them and fire them and yell at them on monday yeah but so yeah they're helping me out so all right we'll stop and get some some prints nothing high toned, but and yeah we're just trying to get the prints into a protective sleeve and yeah this guy's yelling at us you know did keep you, it moving clear this hallway clear this hallway so we go eight feet away put him in turn around and the next guy's like show me your badge show me your badge I'm like motherfucker you just yelled at me do you think i cloned myself
1: i'm and, sorry do we all look the same to you do all nerds look the same to you yeah.
0: <laughs> and i <laughs> sent my clone in or something with a fake badge because you wanted to irritate you yeah it's you and in the end that's not that big a deal but when you're dealing with it after five days, where I don't think we've slept longer than six and a half hours per day yeah. since we got here, and I'm 43, I can't do that anymore. But you, you reach the point you're just ready to fucking lay hands on somebody. Yeah. And, and yet it's it's fun. the 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 thing is, those memories those fade. The cool shit that you did stays with you and you start to get excited when the tickets go on sale. You, oh yeah. These petty annoyances they, they fade pretty fast. And by Wednesday your legs have stopped hurting and
1: or you've drank enough to stop caring.
0: Yeah. And, <laughs> and every time somebody even remotely bumps into you you stop flinging elbows like you you've got some kind of palsy.
1: I yeah, I've gotten to the point yeah, I've started doing this sort of hand clenchy thing <laughs> which is generally not a good sign.
0: Yeah, and it's but the thing is you you got to do the floor on Sunday. Yeah. Because it's a weird, tricky dichotomy. It's You start to see bargains. Yes. Because a lot of the retailers who bring stuff here don't want to haul that shit back to wherever they're from.
1: There's a bunch of comics retailers right now. If you walk by, you'll see bins of back issues and it'll be like five for a dollar or like five for five dollars. Um, I saw photographic evidence of this on Twitter. Oh, yeah. And, <laughs> and
0: even some of the like t-shirt vendors uh, yep. start to mark stuff down. But the other side of it is people who brought limited stocks, they're running out of shit. Right. Because like, I bought a bunch of Judge Dredd Complete Case Files books because they're hard to get in the United States and I did a little math on what it would take for me to order them from England and have them shipped or some of them you can get through like Barnes & Noble but I checked the prices on them and between that and shipping it's like "Uh, I better get a few more and yeah they were just completely sold out of the ones that I wanted which is a bummer but
1: I tried to get a t-shirt for a buddy and unfortunately they did not have his size and um, I didn't feel that it was necessary enough to get the Forex well, I,
0: and he's a big dude like me, but that's not a message you even want to remotely no. send. You know, if you hand somebody a 4X shirt as a gift, even if you say this is all they had left, they're not really going to believe that. Dude,
1: <laughs> brought you a moo yeah. Hey, here you go, Fetty. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you cover your shame with this? Yeah, at that point you just go full hog for like complete offensiveness and like just wrap a Twinkie in the middle of it. Just yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, and uh, here's another gift. Here is some nice gold bond powder for the terrible stench <laughs> coming from your balls where you can't reach to wash.
1: Here's uh-huh. a here's a muumuu and a rag on a stick.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Go full Bart Simpson,
1: Homer Simpson, Homer Simpson. <laughs> but they both did it at one point did or they? another.
0: <laughs> but, but yeah, I mean the other thing is uh, you brought up you start. You become so exhausted when you're going to hit the floor, you do it with a particular plan. Yeah. And that plan is whatever is the route that has the fewest motherfuckers in between me and where I need to go. Yeah. And by doing that, sometimes you find a little corner and see something you haven't seen before. So we got some really cool stuff today that we were not in the market for, hadn't just hadn't seen. Yeah. You know, we got a cool game, uh, which I don't have in front of me because we're already starting to pack stuff up, but it was... Yeah, just sort of one of those card games where you lay out a grid, and it's a
1: the the goal is to build um, a Cthulhu-esque elder god.
0: Yeah, build a Lovecraftian <laughs> god that devours the other players yeah. as it's going, and it just looks like fun and something simple enough to play while you're drinking.
1: That's the important thing is you have to be able to follow it while you're drinking.
0: Yeah, and we went to uh, uh what was what was the game company? Because we didn't get the bag, but we've got Privateer one, Press. Privateer Press, yeah, who does some level re- seven. Level 7, which is a really cool game, but it is so involved and complicated. You cannot play it when you're drunk. Trust me, we've tried. (laughs) Um, You're better off playing Risk. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, they they had a game, a, a zombie attack game, which is a cooperative card game where you and friends cooperate to try and keep back a zombie horde Yes, that has a reasonable rule set, but not so complicated that you can have nine beers and have no idea what you're doing that was just sort of a cool find it and it was. Was, we only had a few minutes and we're like okay we've got this game from you and we're not warhammer people so we don't care about this tell me about this game and the, and the dude sat there and played two or three rounds and we finally said all right look we're running out of time it looks fun tell me how the end game works and he explained it so uh, that looked fun so we picked that up
1: we're looking forward to that one
0: yeah and yeah you got most of the t-shirts that you wanted i couldn't get my judge yep. dread books but
1: i had a really excellent exchange um the president of uh, Slave Labor Graphics, oh, uh, Don, Dan Vado. Yeah, Vado. I think Vado. Yeah, um, they they put out a um, Leho Fuchs Chinese food <laughs> yeah. T-shirt, um, Soho London, and I said I I, I've, I have eaten at this restaurant, <laughs> and he's like, I didn't even know it was a real thing. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's because it's from the song Werewolves of London. Yeah. And it says werewolves allowed on this shirt.
1: Yeah, and uh, so yeah, I have I have eaten there. I've had the beef chow mein. Um, I don't recommend it. We got food poisoning. <laughs> this whole conversation with him about this. And I said, yeah, we did a whole like Werewolves of London themed uh, walk, like drinking pub crawl. So we started at Trader Vic's. <laughs> Actually, we ended up at Trader Vic's. We started and worked our way down. But yeah, This is a hell
0: of a <laughs> series of shows. Now, Leho Ho <laughs> Fuchs wants to the show. Blind Burrow, they're out.
1: Um, I mean, to be fair, it's been a very long time since I've been in London. But as I recall, their Chinese food scene in general was not a lot to to write home about. Yeah.
0: Well, uh, their railroads were already built. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, you you have to walk the floor on Sunday because you. Yeah. Either between ruthless planning of the fastest way to get there is a way I haven't gone yet or just. The fatigue hysteria of, I don't know where I'm going, and I'm just, I'm going to go over here now. You see stuff you haven't seen before, and it's generally at a better price. Yep. The downside is you could be hauled from the floor screaming for vengeance with <laughs> veins in your teeth at any given time if you just take the wrong turn. Veins and in the, your teeth. <laughs> the wrong motherfucker dressed as the Joker stops right in front of you so idiots can take pictures of him. Yeah. I'm at the point, cosplayers. I'm at the point overall, uh, cosplayers is neat. I'm not going to stop and take pictures anymore. I got years of pictures of cosplayers. Yeah. I've I've got my share of Joker pictures. Uh, uh, by Sunday, they're the enemy because they're <laughs> fucking up the flow and yeah. I just want to get over there and probably be disappointed because whatever I wanted that I put off by and was sold out. But then, yeah, they stop and you know, throw, yep, that's how the Joker. He holds a card up and I, everyone has seen this and go to a corner. <laughs> Go to a corner in the Blair Witch Project kind of way. You're next, motherfucker.
1: <laughs> but yeah, here it's it's barely restrained hostility by by Sunday this time. And the sad thing is, what makes it worse is you pointed out it's fucking Children's Day. It is, which it is means Day.
0: vastly more knee high toddling.
1: Like everybody has brought their their knee high Luke Skywalker, Captain America. Batman, Joker, and and it's, you know, look at my child. And they're parading them. <laughs> yeah. Take pictures of my adorable child, awful people. Yeah, and it's,
0: uh, comics are should be for kids. But you know what, they should really make the first day, Children's Day, because... They should. Just get it out of the way. People have some tolerance. <laughs> there was some kid who dropped his Super Bowl right in front of me, and it bounced in a way I couldn't get to it. I really think if it had come right to me, I'd have just kicked it in the fucking street. I'm like, get out of my way. <laughs> and it's, it's not the kid's fault. No. I'm sure it's his first day on the... I know it was his first day on the convention because he wasn't fetal and screaming. Yeah. But it's just, no, I don't have any more gas. I, please get your stroller out of my way. I, your, your infant isn't going to fucking remember... Yes, he's an adorable Yoda. The take pictures and put them on Facebook.
1: Yeah, are, are 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 you here for them or are you here for you? Yeah. And it's yesterday, which wasn't Children's Day, but here's case in point, a family of four walking up the street from us as we were going to dinner on 4th. And dad was in full zombie regalia, mom was not as far as I remember, dressed up, and there were two daughters walking ahead, trying to walk a lot further ahead. Yeah. <laughs> but they were also somewhat zombied up. their white sheets, blood streaks, whatever. And Dad kept getting stopped for pictures, and so Mom would have to haul the kids back. And it, the kids at this point were just getting, like, v- audibly annoyed. Oh, my God, why do they keep doing this? Like, yeah, it's
0: <laughs> oh, just... And the worst part was, yeah, that was, what was that, fifth or fourth? That was fourth. Yeah, so as we're walking up to, to go get our salty beef dinner, <laughs> there's apartment houses with balconies on either side.
1: It's like you're doing a perp walk for the purpose of entertaining them as they watch the freaks.
0: Yeah, they're just standing out there drinking beer, and <laughs> you know half the town since it's Saturday has gone out to bars to, you know, frankly, heckle, which is really... Uh, Douchey. Yeah, it's really low class. It's like, you know, motherfuckers, pick your restaurant that you like that's kind of quiet that you go to in San Diego. And you like it because there's never a lot of people there. The only reason that place survives is because we pack the fuck out of it yeah. for a week during the year. and That's it. So, you know, we're dumping a lot of money into your town. You know, your streets are getting repaired. You're welcome. Thank a geek. Yeah, you know, yep. It's it's a pain in the ass walking past a stormtrooper. Trust me, I know that stormtrooper paid for the pothole in front of your parking space. Yeah, yeah. It's it, it chaps my ass when the locals just come out to heckle. I get that we're fucking up your town for a few days. You know, we're not kicking on your doors, screaming for a drink of water. Yeah, don't Yet. don't sit in the bar. Yeah, well, <laughs> I'm not ruling anything out at this point. But yeah, don't sit in your balcony and catcall at the, the cosplayers
1: Wonder Woman show me your tits? <laughs> Do you have beads? No, I'm moving on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and trust me, a lot of the Wonder Women you don't, you don't want to see your
0: tits, <laughs> particularly not after a day on the floor. It's like, what is that algae?
1: <laughs> Jesus.
0: So I mean, it, yeah. I mean, we're just as we speak, sitting in our room. We're both sitting back, barely functioning. <laughs> Yeah. microphones on our chest this is not yeah. gonna be, yeah, <laughs> this is not gonna be a long show we, we've we've given you a couple of long good shows over the last couple of days you know we, we wanted to do one more just from the convention before we had to pack up and, and like i said we'll do a more thorough retrospective probably during the week now, and, it, but we're not quite done yet so saying,
1: that being said yeah, yeah we're we're complaining about certain things but it's still the best time that we have pretty much all year there's the, just it's a spectacle bomb. It's getting together with all these other folks that that share a love and passion for the same things you do, oh, and yeah. and yeah, you get aggravated when people stutter, walk, or stop, or whatever. But it's a minor aggravation, and it's more just born of oh, I just wanted to get to point B. <laughs> yeah, and
0: it's you can strike up a conversation about the stuff that you love. Yeah. anywhere. I've had more just short conversations about cool stuff that we saw on the elevators in the hotel here yeah then you'll have anywhere else and yeah i mean just the stuff that you can get that you're exposed to we're not huge gamers we got a few you know board games and whatnot in the house but the stuff that we get we generally get here because yeah you turn a corner you, you got some money burning a hole in your pocket and it's like that's cool I yeah. can
1: build an elder god. Excellent.
0: Yeah. And, you know, I keep harping on these Judge Dredd books. You know, they're only up to, uh, there's like 28 volumes of the Judge Dredd case files starting from the beginning. You yeah, know, after the movie came out, I decided I'm going to catch up on this because this is a huge piece of comics history that's not huge in the U.S. But, yeah. you know, if I want to call myself a comics fan, I should at least familiarize myself with it. And it really hooked me in. But only volumes one through, I think, eight just came out are in print in the U.S., everything else you got to get from England. There's no way, short, ordering them off the internet, you can just go and put your hands on them. And I got three volumes, and these are like the Cerebus phone books. I got enough, <laughs> I got enough Judge Dredd to last me for the next two months. Yeah. It, you, you can't get those someplace else. Yeah, 2000 AD is not going to come over for the Boston Comic Con, which we will be going to in two that's weeks. That's
1: right. We will be just recovered enough <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> to go to Boston.
0: Because, see, that, that's really the indicator that is exhausted, and it may sound like we're not having a good time, but... The bad times fade. And within a couple weeks of coming back, we really historically have started saying, "Uh, do we want to go to Baltimore? I think that's the next (laughs) big one.
1: Ooh, maybe this year we'll do New York.
0: Yeah, do do we have enough money to do that? And realistically, San Diego means, yeah, when it comes to big conventions, this is it. This is all we're going to do. But Boston, right down the street, and it's a much smaller convention, but it's a lot bigger than it used to be, that helps scratch that itch of, oh God, it's a year until the next Comic-Con. You
1: do start to have convention withdrawal. Yeah, it's you know, yeah, because we're sitting here and and you know, gro- uh, you know, gro- groaning about this, that, the other thing, but again, the positive things will be what come through as we're we're sitting in the plane, broken. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and and then by the time we get home and and we get our sleep schedule back more or less on track, we're like ah. Oh. You know, it was really cool. This panel, you know, we went to go see Jim Steranko yesterday. Oh yeah, that
0: was fucking glorious. You
1: know, and and we'll be talking about how awesome that was and how great a storyteller that man is. And,
0: <laughs> Cause, and yeah, I don't think he talked about new work at all. It was no. really just he had one of his buddies there to prompt him on stories. Yeah, and he told the entire story that he let go. If you don't follow follow Jim Steranko on Twitter, you should. His Twitter handle is I am <laughs> and every Sunday. He he goes on for, like, hours and just recounts stories at 140 characters at a time and answers questions. Uh, the dude is fucking fascinating. Yeah. And But, yeah, one thing he did a few months ago was this story about the time he met Bob Kane. Oh, God. You know, who calls himself the creator of Batman. And since we went to a Who Created Batman panel this year, there's a lot of question as to how much Bob did besides say, I'm going to make a character called Batman. Bill Finger and Jerry Robinson, can you help me? But yeah, uh, it's this 10 minute story that, you know, it starts with a slight and ends with an ass kicking. Yes. <laughs> and I will. It's probably the only video I'll put up on our YouTube channel this year. But if you go to our home website, CrisisOnInfiniteMidLives.com, uh, we've got an icon to our YouTube channel. I got that entire story on video. And as of last night, it's up on YouTube. Yeah, check it out. It's a fascinating story. <laughs> that it it ends with an ass kicking how much more do you want
1: yeah i mean we kind of cut back um we dialed back on the number of panels that we've gone to this year just because since we're not necessarily covering news and live tweeting as we may have in the past we've really just sort of picked and choose what looks interesting this year so
0: (laughs) yeah i mean we're we're certainly interested in the comics news but yeah we haven't really made our way to any marvel or dc panels whereas yeah for the last couple years when we were trying to be a news site which it took about three years to figure out. Yeah, two people doing it in their spare time really can't keep up with the real news outlets. We, we did the best we could. And
1: we but. appreciate the three of you that would visit daily. Yeah,
0: exactly. Um, <laughs> and that fourth guy who would come in and just send us malformed <laughs> emails. <laughs> yeah. yeah, There's an uh, there's an N in that C word, sir. Um, <laughs> but uh, so yeah, this year without that kind of pressure, it would just, yeah, let's go to the spotlight on Steranko. He doesn't have much new going on. Yeah, he's got these idw artist edition shield book which i would love to look at yeah it it sounds like it's you know it's a coffee table book in the sense that if you put it on four two by fours <laughs> it's a coffee table
1: yeah but yeah it's and we have so many absolute this and ultimate that editions yeah, i don't know where it would live
0: yeah we don't have a single bookshelf where we can put one of those upright so they're stacked yeah. on top of shit all <laughs> over the place but, uh, so yeah, that was fun. Yeah, the the Who Created Batman, which is just cool in a historical yeah. way. Yesterday we hit, just because I'm a big Eric Powell goon fan. Oh, this, yeah. And we are both fans <laughs> of Big Trouble in Little China. Yeah, the uh, Boom Studios Big Trouble in Little China comic book. And we did a review of it a few weeks ago on the, on the show.
1: If you are a fan of Big Trouble in Little China, I reiterate, read this book. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
0: if you're a fan of Eric Powell, because he book, does... Yeah. He does have generally the character of Jack Burton down, yep. but with goon-style rants that go <laughs> around bends and throw in references that don't that are just hysterical.
1: And it was great to listen to him talk about the process in terms of kicking things around with Carpenter. I, I, you know, there, there, there's active involvement there, um, and and just you know sort of how they're plotting things out. I guess they're going to kick off a new storyline starting with issue four or five. I think five. Five, um, which is nice. You know, Short arcs, nothing that's going to be like this giant decompressed thing. Oh, let me call back to the Stranko thing. He was talking about how he did this nine-month story arc, which at the time had been the longest. <laughs> oh, yeah. and it's
0: uh, I'm sorry, go ahead. It's no. the
1: longest arc that had been written to date in comic books. Um, and, and how he was ha- having trouble coming up with a, a really big, big splashy ending, because if you're going to tell a story that long, then there needs to be a payoff. And how it led to a, a four page spread that he was able to sell uh, Stan Lee on uh, because it would sell more comic books.
0: Yeah, because you've got to buy two issues to look at the whole thing at <laughs> look, once.
1: Yeah. Um, but I think about that now, like nine months. <laughs>
0: like, yeah. Jesus.
1: <laughs> it can be done in under a year. Really? <laughs> yeah.
0: It's uh, I don't think I've seen a story arc. Shorter than four <laughs> issues anywhere. But, but,
1: you know, now I want to track that down. <laughs> we have it. We have
0: it? That whole arc, and at least that four-page spread, uh, recently uh, just a paperback of Steranko's uh, S.H.I.E.L.D. work was oh, released right. by Marvel, and I yeah. picked it up. Okay, And it's it's interesting to read now, because a lot of the stuff that he pioneered in that book, you sort of see in a lot of different places now, so it doesn't look as groundbreaking, but uh, yeah, when you sort of take in context of a lot of the things I am seeing here, had never ever been done before. Right, you, you got to respect the the number of innovations this th- this guy who started as a teenage escape artist <laughs> and ended just punching the shit out of the creator of Batman <laughs> <laughs> no, didn't end creator clearly, clearly Cre- he's creator going on. in air quotes. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, Steranko, it's his it just shows where, where revivals can come from. He just sort of showed up on Twitter about six months ago. And since then, yeah, he's gotten enough followers. He's gotten that attention from Entertainment Weekly, and we got to track down that yeah. interview. And he's you know doing apparently reviews of uh, the Agents of Shield show. Yeah. And now he's got this artist edition. Yeah. You know, it's you never know where your next revival can come from.
1: There's also a book at his booth that looked interesting. It's called Stranko Noir.
0: Yeah. The, the problem is, it and we didn't swing back to pick it up, and he's gone already. Yeah. So.
1: Well, the booth may still be up, though, even if he's not there.
0: If we have time. I mean, yeah. I'm looking at the clock. We're, we're taping this right now at... Uh, no, hell, this is still on East Coast time. So if it's 4.34 in the East Coast, is what, 1.30? Um,
1: yes, 1.34. All
0: right, so maybe if we can wrap this up in the next few minutes, cause, <laughs> you know, and we'll be able to because we're running out of gas, and we do want to try to get to that panel. So if you're listening to this, this is not going to be up until later on this evening. And what with the Internet, you could be listening to it on Tuesday, in which case... I think a good thought for me is I'm trying to kick my legs back into, yeah. s- into any kind of shape.
1: By the time this is up and you're listening to it, we will be at the Hyatt bar.
0: <laughs> yes, at best. Or perhaps I'll be throttling a cat sitter. <laughs> but, uh,
1: yeah, throttling I mean, wh- with your words legally.
0: <laughs> <laughs> sure, whatever. That's my <laughs> affirmative defense for the judge. But, so yeah, I mean, we haven't caught any panels yet today. Um, there are certain ones that we missed that I feel really bad about. Yesterday we had a late start. And the panel in the same room, we talked about it a, a couple, yeah, maybe a week ago. When we were talking about things that we wanted to do. Yep. The uh, spotlight on Berkeley Yeah, who does Bloom County. I really wanted to catch that. and I just totally spaced on
1: it. The one earlier today, the who's your Batman. That might have been interesting. Like, you know, Batman over time, so who is your Batman? <laughs> like,
0: Yeah. And we talked a little bit about that a couple days ago. Yeah. So, well, more the Batman story. It's something we can talk about in our retrospective. Yeah. Because well, then again, we might have energy, and the show might not be a rambling mess of, I'll kill X, which seems like this <laughs> show. I'll kill X, and when I eat this, I poop. <laughs> Jesus. But, uh, so yeah, it's, it's a weird thing. I, I say every year on Sunday, it feels terrible that it's coming to an end, but I don't think I could take anymore. No,
1: no, it's and at this point, it's it's you just after you've done as many of them as we have, and I'm sure there are others who have done many more than we have. Oh yeah, you just cherry pick what you want to take away from it. You, you don't feel like you have to do and see everything. For the most part, it'll all still be there tomorrow, so you pace yourself.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's a, you just have to figure out the most important things you want to do and just be flexible with everything else so you don't burn yourself out.
1: The first year that we came and did this, Bruce Campbell was here, and all I wanted to do was go see Bruce Campbell. Oh, I remember this like it was yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like the first day of the convention also. We hadn't come in for preview night. It was like a Thursday, I think. Yeah, um,
0: our first couple of years, we, we rolled in on Thursday and rolled out Sunday morning.
1: Yeah, and... And I think this happened the first year and I we got up there and I didn't realize that, you know, if somebody is really, really popular, like say Bruce Campbell, you might need to get in line a little earlier than 15, 20 minutes before the panel. Yeah. (laughs) And when I realized I wasn't going to be able to get in, I lost my shit. I (laughs) I just you were I I broke and wept. (laughs) You were
0: inconsolable. And the sad thing is he he's been back. We still haven't seen him.
1: It became less of a priority somehow. <laughs> yeah. It, I don't Not that I wouldn't want to go see him. I mean, if I wanted to spend the money, I could have gotten in line last year for autographs at the Boston Convention. Um, I think he was at that. Um,
0: yeah, I don't know if he's going to be there this year. We'll yeah. have to check.
1: But uh, in, 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 in a way, I'm following him on Twitter now, so I kind of feel like, eh, he's right over there on my phone. Yeah.
0: Well, <laughs> uh, my, my buddy Mike um, the, sent uh, his girlfriend's son for his birthday to Denver Comic Con and that was the one thing he wanted to do. So he he stood in line and and met Bruce Campbell and he he said the dude was awesome. That's awesome. So, next time we have a chance at one convention or another. <laughs> Cuz that's the one other thing and let's hit on this and it's been 30 minutes so and we want to catch that panel. So, Yeah. Sorry it's a short show. Uh there's a couple from the last couple of days. We got plenty of material for you for this week. Yeah. But uh it is so hard to get into this and we've touched on this in prior shows. That's the other bittersweet thing. Is uh, is this the last year? Is is next year we even going to be able to get passes? Right now, you know, we've been doing the website and now the podcast for a few years now. So we're going to try to put in for press credentials, but you know, you never know. And the downside with press credentials is the line to go pick them up on Wednesday. It's like three hours out in the sun. Whereas if if you're a paying customer, you're in and out, which is nice, but. (laughs) But yeah, there's always that bittersweet of is—is is this the last time? You know, you have a leg up when you've gone the prior year, in which case there's a there's a presale, yep. which only people who went the prior year are eligible for, and then a regular sale. So if you get frozen out on the presale, you get another bite of the apple. But yeah, if that doesn't work out, and we we said in the show yesterday, as long as we can get Thursday and Sunday, we're coming, right? Because there's enough other stuff going on. Eh, we'll go do that and we'll. That'll be the first series of shows of, here's the other shit you can do at Comic-Con. <laughs> yes. But, yeah, there's just always that feeling. It's a, uh, Is this the last one? And the other tricky part is it feels like it's almost a year-to-year basis where the convention is in talks with the city of San Diego and threatens, oh, we're going to go to Anaheim or, oh, we're going to go to Vegas. I'm not sure I want to go. I
1: yeah. like San Diego. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that is that is part of what makes it great to come here is just the city itself that it's a lovely climate. Although, a bit more humid than usual this year. <laughs> yeah, but a, a bit more humid,
0: but we were talking about this with a beta, you know, <laughs> in, in yesterday's show. It's you know, She's dying. It's like, uh, it's a little bit uncomfortable today. <laughs> Tomorrow we'll get off the plane in Boston, and it'll be like swimming to the friggin' cab. It'll be like,
1: you know, somebody hits you with a warm, wet blanket of, ugh. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's like being teabagged by an angry Jeebus. <laughs> but
1: angry jeebus
0: (laughs) which i would say is going to be the the title for this show but no i think we're going with just fatigue hysteria because it just describes it better
1: yeah because that's what it is at this point yeah every every single joint i have in my lower body is feeling it like i'm 80 years old or something my ankles my knees as we were waiting to get in the elevator to come up here i was beginning to feel it in my hips (laughs)
0: when you're standing and your hips just hurt. <laughs> yeah. That's a bad sign. I mean, yeah, my legs feel like uh, they feel like I'm walking 8 miles a day cuz I have.
1: Yeah. And
0: yeah. and my bowels feel like I've been eating the kind of crap that I've been <laughs> eating. But it's still there there's nothing like it. We're exhausted. We're ready for it to be over, but we're not really ready for it to be over.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: There's it's, always that feeling of how is it Sunday already? Jesus god.
1: It's, you know, it as as infuriating as it can be at times it's still so fucking magical so it's
0: (laughs) (laughs) they should put that on the fucking website so fucking magical it's so fucking magical (laughs) amanda the crisis on infinite midlife show
1: put that on a goddamn (laughs) t-shirt
0: yeah it's much better than the endorsements the blind burrow is putting up (laughs) you'll shit yourself
1: Finger didn't stroke out. Yeah, <laughs> Jesus. All right, well,
0: why don't we why don't we put a cork in this? Okay. It's a much shorter show than most of our Sundays, but yeah, we we still got some stuff to do. Like I said, we're going to try to do a retrospective sometime midweek, uh, and then we'll go back to our regular format of just picking two or three subjects. And God, well, we got a bunch of comic books we got to catch up on when we go pick up our books on Wednesday.
1: And for the listening audience out there, for those two or three subjects, if you you know. Are listening to our show and you'd like to contact us? You can contact us at crisisoninfinitemidlives at gmail dot com. Shoot us things that you might be interested in hearing us talk about. We'd love to get your feedback. If you find us on iTunes, give us a rating. Drop us some comments. <laughs> yeah, and uh, yeah, our home website,
0: you know, which has you know, allows comments there too. crisisoninfinitemidlives.com dot uh, com. Twitter,
1: we uh, we we are on the Twitter at at infinite midlife,
0: and uh. But yeah, I guess that's that's it for now. I uh, have to shut this down and somehow become upright. Can, can you call a, a maid or perhaps a forklift?
1: Just uh, open that Coke and let's Irish that up before we go back to the building. Can't
0: hurt. <laughs> it will certainly help with my heckling at the Buffy single <laughs> <laughs> All right. So yes. Uh that is it. So let's, let's stick a pin in it. This is uh, episode 27? 26? No, 27. 27. Uh, episode 27. <laughs> this is an episode of the Crisis on Infinite Live show. I'm Rob. I'm Amanda. Thank you for listening, and uh, check you out next time. And I can't stop my hands from shaking. <laughs>